So I've been thinking a lot about good versus evil. This is something that a lot of people talk about nowadays, and I really do believe we are in a war against evil. It's not a shooting war. It's more of a war of ideas. And um, so I believe World War III is already underway. Only it's a different kind of war. It's um, a war being not being fought with guns, bombs, and bullets. It's a war being fought with propaganda, fear, and manipulation. It is an enemy that is turning us all against each other. A classic tactic, divide and conquer. While the enemy sits back and watches the carnage while laughing at us and raking in the profits. And while nobody is paying attention, the enemy is exterminating us through bioengineered plagues, starvation, suicides, and fake deadly injections disguised as vaccines. Our enemies in the mainstream media hide the evidence of all the death created by a manufactured genocide and call those exposing the truth conspiracy theorists, deniers, and domestic terrorists. Have you ever heard the statement that one man's traitor is another man's patriot? It's actually the name of a book written by Michael E. Eggleston. Or the phrase, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. If an invading force marched into our country and Americans broke out their assault weapons to repel the invasion, the enemy would likely refer to us freedom fighters as guerrillas or rebels. We hear this around the world all the time. It's all a matter of perspective. To the enemy, from their perspective, we're the enemy, we're the terrorist, we're the rebels. We're the insurrectionists. Our country is being taken over by a socialist, fascist, communist ideology. And within the enemy within orchestrating this takeover consider those of us resisting as domestic terrorists and insurrectionists. The truth of the matter is that those of us resisting and pushing back are on the side of good. And those imposing the tyranny are on the side of evil. What exactly is evil? Well, according to Merriam-Webster, evil involves someone that is morally reprehensible. It involves bad character or conduct, causing discomfort, repulsion, harm, or suffering. In another article I read, it describes evil as that which is contrary to the will of God and which is of malevolent intent. It is a moral category. It is what is immoral and counter to God's holiness. It stated that there are different ways in which evil can be defined. But biblically speaking, it is anything that is contrary to the holy character and will of God. Evil is wickedness, an attempt to cause unnecessary harm, to deceive, etc. It is an attitude of malice. Evil seems to be all around us consuming everything. All of this evil seems to have taken root and spread everywhere like a disease in only a few years. The supposed virus was not the disease. It is the fear, tyranny, out-of-control crime, violence, and rampant corruption rotting away our civilization that is the plague consuming our world. Many people are so traumatized by all the fear and propaganda that they feel smothered now for almost three years. They're in a state of denial and retreat. It is a condition I have previously mentioned known as cognitive dissonance. 
to help you recognize the evildoers destroying our world, I want to share with you what some signs to look for to help you recognize an evildoer. And by the way, my guests here, I'm going to do something a little different here. Normally, I just go through my entire monologue and, and then we comment afterwards. But since I've got like 12 different characteristics of evil, I'm thinking that after I talk about each one, we'll discuss it briefly and then I'll move on to the next one. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. First of all, and this is one that I think you'll all be familiar with, they deny reality. The truth you know it to be as such is not something they will agree upon. These people know a different truth, and they will never agree with the reality that rea really is. This is not a difference of subtle differences. This is facts versus their twisted ideals and interpretations. Remember how I previously mentioned how the extremist left is changing the meaning of words to distort reality? That's been happening a lot. Any comments, you guys? The meaning of vaccine has been changed. Absolutely. You know, it used to be that vaccine back in the day, I mean, Mark and I were talking about this this morning before coming into the studio about like the polio vaccine. It was actually a sample of the actual disease which caused your body to learn how to fight the disease. What is being peddled as a vaccine now is not like that at all. And we'll talk about that in length, I'm sure, during the show. Any comment, Mark? No, I'm very familiar with that particular product. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, you know, Mark, one thing about Mark, he's been involved in, he was in the military for many, many years, and he's familiar with a lot of things in which they use the military as guinea pigs. And we're going to talk about that today, too. So, number two, twisting facts. Have you ever got, have you guys been seeing that happening? Evil people, evil people have the ability to twist any fact that they come across. That is, any fact that does not agree with their goals and manipulative reality they're trying to impose. They're ready to take things out of context and glue them to other things taken out of context and they'll, until they create alternate facts that align with their purpose. We see this a lot with the corrupt leftist media in which they will take a short clip of something that was said or done and spin it in the direction they want. Happens constantly. You, just, you guys jump in whenever you want on these. Okay. Yeah, we are currently being told that the border is secure. Right. Yeah. Uh, or like that uh, the 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Um, why does not more people question this? It's like, and this recent election, not much better. Look at what Carrie Lake's going through in Arizona. Withholding information. If they believe that something will compromise the identity they're trying to create, they're ready to withhold any relevant information about that. I didn't lie. Not saying anything about it isn't lying. Of course, lying or not, they keep this information from the others and use their ignorance of the situation to their ends. And if you find out, not only will they trist the truth and spice things up, but they will even make you feel guilty of not trusting them. Yeah, where is uh, Hunter's laptop? Right, but that's Russian disinformation. That's what I'm, they said all along, right? I'm sorry. And now I, we know it's not. I feel so terrible that I brought it up. I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Remember how the drug companies did not disclose any information about the so-called vaccine? 
Remember those blank info sheets when they gave you the vaccine? And providing no informed consent for something that the government and big corporations were coercing people to have injected into their bodies? After freedom of information requests and lawsuits, this information they were trying to hide for decades reveals that this experimental drug is very dangerous and billions of people around the world were given no good option to refuse to participate in this clinical trial. Basically. There was no informed consent ever. None. Because, it, I mean, you may have given consent, but it was not informed because they had no information. Yeah, yeah. So misleading people. If convenient, these evil people will use some truth to twist it in such a misleading way that you will feel afraid, vulnerable, attacked, hated, or incompetent. They know how to pick the right words to evoke any emotion they intend to create in you. In the end, you will start believing in the information the way they presented it. They create enemies in your mind using simple words. They can make you feel like you are doing everything wrong. Words are their weapon, and they know how to handle it nicely. This is what narcissists do often. They will make you feel like you're the one that should feel guilty, like you're the one that's wrong. Well, you take it, and you take it, and you take it. When you finally strike back and you say something, then you are the one who's the problem. That's right. That's right. Classic narcissism behavior. Trust us, we are from the government. That's right. <laughs> Lying constantly. Have you ever? Have you guys ever met anybody that they 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 seem to have to lie about everything they say? It's like they they seem to saying the truth about anything for some reason they can't. I've actually known people like this. This is a real thing. Their form of sincerity is one wrapped in a silver tongue in silver tongue lies. Lying is their way of expressing themselves. They can't construct a thought in their head without thinking of how something juicy could be included too. They lie to gain something out of it, and they lie for the pleasure of fooling those around them. And each time you catch them in a lie, they will tell you a dozen more to cover it up. They will sincerely explain to you why they are forced to lie about it. You might even start feeling sorry for them. They actually believe their lies. We see this all the time. Remorsefulness. These people will not feel sorry for anything they have destroyed, are destroying, or plan to destroy. They see people as pawns in their game, and they consider the best people to be the best pawns. If they spot the good in you, they will use that good to work for them, and they will treat you like garbage in the process. They do not feel sorry for good people, and they see an opportunity in every weakness they expose. It is because they simply enjoy other people's pain, and they do not see a reason why those people should not experience such pain also. Misery loves company. Does, does, does our tiny tyrant governor in Santa Fe feel at all bad about the, the misery and the pain and the destruction that she caused in this state with all the people and all the businesses and all the lives she destroyed? No. Has she ever apologized even for the result of that, even if she didn't take responsibility for causing it? Has she ever expressed any kind of sympathy for what the people have gone through in this state? And yet people voted for her again and put her back in power. She doesn't even feel sorry about being short. 
Avoiding responsibility. Evil people do not have a moral compass. They do as they please, and they will never feel responsible for the pain they have caused. If they sense that some sort of blame is going to hit them, they start redirecting it even before it gets to them. They toss their blame onto others, and they do not know the meaning of an apology. They find apologizing to be a virtue of the weak, and they know how to get an apology from anyone they have harmed. In the end, you apologize for their mistakes. Isn't that convenient? Oh, my God. I've known people like that. And I'm not going to name names because I don't want to make them even more infamous than they are. And you know them, too, don't you? Oh, yes. Yeah. I grew up with some and yeah. then I met some. Yeah. Call me later. I'll give you a whole list. Yeah. <laughs> Manipulating. Evil people are masters of manipulation. They know how to plan 10 steps ahead, and they always know the purpose of their manipulation. If they want to, they will make you feel stupid. They will make you do the things they are not competent at doing, and they know how to take all the credit afterward, leaving you feeling that you are not competent enough to do what you did, although you already did it well. Just so you know, I produced this whole show, and she's taking the credit. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Wow. Okay. So, fair-weathered friends, have you guys had any of those? If such a person comes to your aid, know that they have done it for a purpose that involves them in the end. In other cases, in, in, in other cases, they will be around when things go well, and they will disappear when things go bad. You should not expect support from these people. If you get support, know that you are being played and that you will end up being the pawn in their well-devised game. They do not see a reason why they should be there for you if there is nothing in it for them. A.K.A. Los Angeles Friends. Stealing your time. If they know that you have some kind of deadline or other important events with close people and family, they'll suddenly get under your skin and make you lose track of time. They don't want you to be better than them in any way. So do not expect to be good when they are around to ruin that expectation. Oh my God, I've known somebody like this. They know exactly when to show up and mess up your plans. In the end, they will even put on a concerned face and watch you lose your mind as things start spiraling down. Time is a very important asset, and they are well aware of it. Hmm. Leading double lives. These people will never reveal their true lives to you, and saying that they lead double lives in an, uh, is an underestimated expression when they come into question. They lead a hundred lives, each life more different than the rest. They are different with every person, and they have a well-devised history to tell that would accompany the image they are trying to portray. The common thing about all of them is that nobody really knows their true essence or past. And the last one, in this list is these people are control freaks. You know, we say these politicians, they'll do anything to stay in power. This is the kind of personality that these people have. Of course, to hold everything together, they have to be in complete control over every situation. They will easily get possessive and controlling if they see that someone else is trying to earn your trust and be a genuine friend. The control they have over others is how they can be f fed off them. If they lose this control, they lose their precious pawns. It's very simple, really, and it all becomes very evident once they start losing control. Everybody can possess one or some of these characteristics. However, 
put them together, and you're dealing with someone who is truly evil. Do not expect from them to change for you, as you mean nothing to them. So what happens if they lose the house? I think they're going to get really mean, and they're going to get even dirtier than they already have been. If you love yourself enough, you should definitely break free from their control and manipulation and go on living your life surrounded by genuine and sincere people. Nobody's perfect, and if someone is trying to look perfect, they have something they're hiding beneath. You know, I, we have met so many good people over mm-hmm. the past couple years as a result of these evil tyrants. They've, they've brought us together. I, I really think that it might be backfiring on them. Well, nature brings in duality, and um, where you have evil, you're going to have light trying to come in and snuff it out, and then vice versa. When the light is there, you know, light attracts darkness. Yeah. So the evil people we are faced with today meet all of this criteria. Unfortunately, those of us with moral values trying to do the right thing are in the minority. Many others are hiding due to fear. These evil people are hell-bent on reducing the population through starvation, attrition, abortion, and by ruining people's ability to form a relationship with the other sex and make a family. They want to destroy the concept of family and sexualize our children. They want to make housing so expensive that families can't grow. They want us all to own nothing and be happy so that they can control every aspect of our lives and stuff us all into steel and concrete boxes restricted to screens and windows rather than fields, farms, or even playgrounds. We now live in a country controlled by corrupt politicians meeting all the requirements of the evil person I just mentioned that believe in winning elections by any means necessary. They get funding through PACs funded by foreign governments and laundered taxpayer money that was supposed to be spent for something else. These corrupt politicians make backroom promises and deals with the enemies of freedom and liberty. The powerful select the candidates that will be on the ballot, not the voters. I'm sure you can think of a recent example of that in the state of New Mexico. In the fantasy world, we would like to think that bad guys get captured, are given a lawful trial, and if guilty, are dealt a dose of justice. In reality... Our current corrupt, evil government is doing anything that will ensure their continued power to control we the people. It would be such, it would be so much easier to deal with bad guys like I see on the series Yellowstone, which I've been watching, in which a convincing accident is arranged for your enemy. Unfortunately, good people don't do bad things to deal with bad people. This is something that bad people know. And therefore, they exploit this thing in us they see as a weakness. If we're going to fight back against this darkness that is consuming everything, we will have to wake up others, refuse to comply, like I've been saying all along, and expose lies and corruptions for others to see whenever possible. 